so happy that you are joining us today here at Impact Fellowship. The Lord is faithful, and yet again, he has a word that's going to bless you this year. That's what we all need. God intends for us to have that. And so God intends here today how we're able to walk walk through and what God knew that he wanted us to do. I'll see you another time. Everyone, welcome into this Sunday April the May second. May second. I'm sorry, May second. <laughs> we have already transitioned into another month. May the second. I am uh, your host, uh, Pastor Tony Jones. I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship, and I welcome you into this morning. That's right. All of you who are joining us this morning on YouTube, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, welcome. Come on in. We appreciate you. You are welcome here in this place. Lord, I give myself away so that you can use me. See, the enemy would want to tell us that we're not good enough um, so God can't use us. Listen, God doesn't, doesn't take perfect people and give them power. He gives power to the imperfect so that he will be made to be strong, so that he is made to be uh, uh, perfect in the sight of man. See, uh, the enemy wants to keep you from that place where God has already established for his people. And we are the people of Christ. So we thank God this morning for just loving us the way we are. Hallelujah. And not waiting for us to get to that place of uh, perfection. But we are striving to get there. I give myself away so that you can use me. You can use me right where I'm sitting. I give myself away. You can use me just as I am. I don't have to come um, uh, complete. I don't have to come um, already washed up. But God, you take me as I am, and then you perfect me as we go together. Glory to God. I thank God today for this, this message. And I'll be honest, I don't have many notes here um, today, and so some of you are probably going, that's good. Um, I don't have many notes, but I'm going to give it to you as God has given it to, to me. Um, earlier th this week, God had, had given um, this uh, verse of Scripture, and specifically within the, the chapter of Psalms, um, the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 27. So won't you turn with me to Psalms, the 27th chapter, and let us begin. Amen. I welcome everybody in who are joining us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, and I just want to say thank you for joining us. And if you're on Facebook, Instagram, I just ask that you hit the share button right now um, so that you can share um, this, this good news with others. That's right. Just hit the share button. There you go. There you go. Come on, turn with me uh, to Psalms, the 27th chapter. And we're going to begin around verse number one. And it reads, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Somebody say, who should I be afraid of? Who should I be afraid of? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. 
though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Somebody say, I am confident in God. I am confident in God. One thing that I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing, praises, of the, uh, praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to give this message a title, or I just want to speak from the topic of good courage. Good courage. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, there is something, and I, I, I'm going to use a, a few different examples to illustrate this message. So if I hit upon an example that happens in our lives. Know this, beloved, that I'm not speaking about you, but I'm sharing an example that's in all of our lives as we go forward. But first, let's define what is courage. What does it mean when the scripture says, be of good courage? Well, courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Courage is strength in the face of pain, or grief. So I have two things that we're going to uh, kind of give illustration um, about um, this morning. Um, courage and the ability to do things that um, uh, frightens us and then strength in the face of pain. I'm talking about injury, both of the physical body and of the emotional heart. Glory to God. One of the things that um, I realized that one thing about fear um, is when we don't have the ability to understand what's going on in a certain area. Uh, uh, preacher, can you be a little bit more plain? Yes, 
Um, can I use the example of swimming? Glory to God. If you do not know how to swim, um, sometimes we will discourage other people from learning how to swim. Uh, most people who don't know how to swim, you can probably check their lineage um, to see that their father probably doesn't know how to swim and his father may not know how to swim. And what seems to happen is we seem to project our fear of something onto someone else. Uh, I went to the preacher just because I don't know how to swim, you know, why are you, why are you coming at me that way? Why are you talking about me uh, 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 like that? Well, th there's something about the fear of something. Um, a lot of times uh, when we think about uh, uh, an area of our life that we don't have success in or an area of our life that we don't have confidence in, um, we try to make ourselves feel better by um, talking about it. Earlier in, in, in the scripture, it says, and when my enemy comes against me, the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Yeah, sometimes we become that enemy uh, because of our own fear. Um, there is a, it's, it's amazing how fear will stop us from walking into, there it is, walking into that place of, of, of blessing that God has already orchestrated just for you. But the enemy will want to keep us in a place of fear. The other thing about fear is that um, when we uh, 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 decide that um, I am, I'm going to close this area of, of my life off. I'm, I'm not even going to uh, uh, touch this. And again, I'm going to stay in, in that example of swimming. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to go near it. Um, we find different ways of, of, of avoidance. There it is. Um, so that I don't have to. Uh, uh, get out there, or I don't have to face this thing. But there is something about what, what, what God does. He often brings us right back to that thing and say, are you going to trust me? Glory to God. Uh, a, a lot of times, our issue um, is not the fear of something, it's trusting God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, God, you, you just don't understand. Uh, um, I love you and all. But, you know, in this area of my life, I have chosen not to deal with it. I have chosen to uh, um, just stay right here. And yeah, I remember growing up, um, there was uh, 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 certain foods that, that, that doctors had said, well, you know, you, you can't have that anymore because it's, it's no good for you. And, and sometimes um, we would make up the excuse instead of dealing with the issue well, we would say things like this. Well, you got to die with something, so I'm just going to stay right here uh, with it. Remember, at one point, um, we used to fry chicken in um, a, a fat called lard. Glory to God. And even after um, it was uh, uh, demonstrated or shown that um, lard clogs the arteries faster, um, we began to argue amongst ourselves saying, Listen, uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather die happy uh, uh, frying my uh, chicken in lard than, 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 than to use that other stuff. Would you call it Crisco? I'm not eating that stuff. It's amazing how things just transfer from one to the other because we don't want to trust God. Uh, uh, 
I'm talking to somebody th this morning. God is very, uh, 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 very um, distinct when it comes down to that area of, of, of trust. The scripture says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Why is this important? Because our understanding is limited. And because we have a limited understanding of something, um, um, we will make the wrong decision uh, sometimes. Let me give you an example uh, of glory to God. Can I talk about what we do um, today? We have a, a way of communicating now called social media, glory to God. And I remember uh, a time back in the uh, late 90s when um, this thing called MySpace came onto the scene, glory to God. We had all these uh, people who was younger who would put things out on their MySpace uh, uh, account. And older people didn't have an, an understanding of MySpace. And, and, they, um, and that which we don't understand, we will talk uh, against it. That thing which we don't understand, we will automatically condemn it. Uh, uh, without first getting the knowledge. Stay with me. I'm, I'm going someplace. Glory to God. And then, all of a sudden, this thing called Facebook was created. Glory to God. And, and we saw that people were just uh, 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 clamoring to this area of social media as a way of communication. And, and again, uh, we saw a lot more of their personal stories out there on the social media. Well, uh, you have some things in families where you had the younger generation who was accepting of Facebook. And, uh, uh, and you had the older generation who didn't have an understanding of it began to speak against this thing called Facebook. Glory to God. And then something happened. Uh, uh, somebody got an understanding of this thing. And then they got... Uh, uh, onto Facebook, and one by one, older people start getting older people involved into Facebook. That fear of, of Facebook uh, became no more, so much so that um, your younger children didn't want to be on Facebook with you. Um, so they created something else uh, 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 called uh, uh, Instagram, and, and then all of a sudden, um, you had a Facebook account and an Instagram account. And then uh, the young people saw that their, their older parents and grandparents were jumping on Instagram and Facebook. And so they jumped off of it. And now they jumped on something called TikTok, glory to God. And so you, we, it seems like we're just chasing after uh, uh, each other here. But the point of this is, is that once we got an understanding of how this thing worked, glory to God, we began to fear it less. Hallelujah. And because we began to fear it less, we begin to, to maneuver and operate into something that is new. See, oftentimes, we don't want to touch it because it's new. Uh, and, and just because um, uh, it, it's new, um, we think that, well, I don't have no use for it. I remember a time where, um, uh, where we had cell phones, when we first had cell phones, you had people say, I'm not getting a cell phone. What do I need a cell phone for? And then before you knew it, Everybody had a cell phone, and then there was another form of communication within the cellular device. It was called texting, glory to God. And then some people who didn't know how to do it began to fear it.
but they had to speak against it by saying, well, I don't have a need for it, and I don't understand why I have to send somebody a message. But, but see, the, the whole idea, beloved, is that as understanding came and they became comfortable in it, um, they began to operate and, and, and text and, and so on, and, they, and their knowledge grew. Hallelujah. So what's your point, preacher? My point is this, is that as you allow yourself to get to know God, you will begin to operate just as smoothly in him. As you allow yourself to get to an understanding of who he is, then you will be able to allow, hallelujah, that blessings that he has already set up for you, for you to flow in it. One thing that, hallelujah, can I just talk about uh, 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 Christians for, for a second? One thing that, that we recognize is that out of fear, um, we don't want to commit to things. Hallelujah. Mm, I'm, I'm preaching now. Uh, out of fear, we don't want to commit to things. Um, like, I'll give you an example. We don't want to commit to God's church because, see, at one point, um, I used to talk about the people in the church. And so because I talked about the people in the church, I don't want to let anyone see me sitting in the audience of the uh, church. That's why, um, you know, uh, Pastor Jones, I appreciate that, that you allow us to, to, to view this thing uh, uh, on, on Facebook and in, in our homes. But that's one of the reasons why I ask that you share your, your message, share this message, because when we share God's message with people, hallelujah, we open up that areas of our life that we've been afraid of. See, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. You know, one of the one there's a word that that uh, believers don't like, um, and, and it's called hypocrite. Uh, nobody wants to be called a hypocrite. But what are you talking about, Pastor? Hypocrite is what the world called us Christians um, when uh, we believe God in this area. But the world will always want to remind you of what you did yesterday. Somebody said, "I did that." Hallelujah. I did that meaning it's over with. Those days are over. Yes, I might have said that back then, but look what I'm saying now. Yes, I might have done that back then, but look what I'm doing now. God has a way of wiping all of those things away. So don't worry about when your enemies begin to talk about you. Hallelujah. Because the, the enemy, the devil, would like to, to keep you from the promises of, of God. The Bible says this. It says, I came, Jesus, that you might have a life and have that life more abundantly. In other words, you take what you have now, and God says, I want to increase that even more. Just like you got the understanding of Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, texting, and so forth, um, God wants to increase your knowledge in him. He wants to increase your wisdom in him. See, I like what, what the scriptures were saying. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. So no matter what I'm seeing, and I, I heard a preacher years ago that says fear, acronym F-E-A-R, is the false evidence appearing real. In other words, you see things with your eyes and you automatically think that just because I can see it, that that's what it is. Hallelujah. The scripture says this encounter of that. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And watch this. Here it comes. The evidence of things 
it yet. I'm going to believe God for it. See, that's why we are to wait on God. We have to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. In other words, even though I don't understand what's going on, God, I trust you. Even though I'm feeling this pain in my body, God, I thank you for healing me. And I'm going to wait on you for the manifestation of these things. Why? Because your word said so. In Psalms, the 27th chapter, around the 13th verse, it says, I would have lost heart. Or in some of your Bibles, it have, I would have fainted unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not when I get to heaven, but in this place that I'm already in. Hallelujah. Some of the things that we don't have, we have come up with these stories to support it. Okay, well, um, I don't have um, a lot of money. Well, God didn't uh, intend for everybody to, to be rich. Listen, beloved, you don't have to come up with a story, hallelujah, or a, a ready-made answer to, to fit that situation that you're in right now. God intends for you to believe him for um, the impossible. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, lean not to your own understanding. Your own understanding says, listen, I have to talk about myself before someone else starts to talk about me. Hallelujah. I got to say that everybody wasn't intended to be rich, so I'm just going to stay right here in this place of poverty. Uh, God doesn't intend for us to stay in that place of stuff. God intends for us to move forward in him, but we have to trust him. Well, those things that you are afraid of, beloved, be of good courage. In other words, wait there on God. Trust him to deliver. Hallelujah. See, um, financial independence is not done with a lottery ticket. Glory to God. Um, financial independence is, is, is not just waiting for someone to die so that you can inherit um, a, a, a windfall or a, a cash in an insurance policy. But God wants to begin to break generational things within the family. But in other words, you have to do something that you haven't done before. In other words, just like you, you've never been on Facebook until you got there. Just like you, you never used a, 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 a text before until you, until you got there. You never used a cell phone before until you got there. Listen, if you want to have financial independence, then you have to do something differently. Hallelujah. God has put in place a lot of different things for us to be prosperous in him. But we can't hold on to that thing that we don't understand and then embrace it as if it's yours because it's not. Hallelujah. Let me move on here. And I'm, I'm going I'm to wrap this up. Um, because uh, I, I don't want to stay too long, but next week we're going to talk about fear uh, again on the opposite side. Let, let, me, let me show you something here. Um, the scripture in, in, in Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark, the fourth chapter, we see a, a, a very familiar passage of, of scripture here. Um, Jesus is with his uh, disciples. Um, Mark, the fourth chapter, around the 36th verse. Um, we see Jesus uh, here and he is with his disciples, and he says, come, let us go to the other side here. And But here's the part that's important. The Bible says that as they entered uh, uh, the ship with Jesus, there were other little ships with them. Glory to God. And a storm arose. Now watch this, beloved. Um, 
And when, when the scripture says that a, a storm arose, um, it, the story goes that the disciples immediately became fearful. Glory to God. And they approached Jesus, who was asleep on a pillow in the stern of the ship. Let me stop there. Because here you have the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord God is asleep on a pillow during a major storm. Now, one thing about a storm is that a, the, a storm is loud. Glory to God. A storm is very boisterous. And a lot of us have learned how to fear things um, because of its loud voice. A lot of us have learned how to fear things because it appears to be bigger than us. Ah, hallelujah. And so the Bible says that the disciples immediately began to react to this storm that was happening. And they ran to Jesus and said, Jesus, carest thou not that we should perish? In other words, wake up, God. There's a storm going on. And don't you care that we're all going to die? The Bible says that Jesus woke and, and immediately went to the wind outside and said, listen, peace be still. Hallelujah. And immediately the wind ceased. Why is this important? Because he spoke to that very thing that was bothering the disciples. He spoke to that very thing that the disciples had made to be larger than what it was. Hallelujah. The Bible says that when he spoke to this thing, he turned immediately to the disciples and said, why are you so fearful? Glory to God. Uh, now, this part is, is important. I'm going to go back to that story in a second. Why are you so fearful? There, and the answer to that is, uh, we have learned how to entertain fear. Glory to God. Fear is fun. Hallelujah. Fear does, does something on the inside of us that um, our flesh likes. Watch this. Um, many of us will uh, uh, go to movies intentionally so that it can scare us. Hallelujah. Because my, my flesh likes when something jumps out of, of the, the closet, it goes, oh, Ooh, that show is fun, you know. And my body reacts to that thing so much so that um, I like that feeling. Glory to God. It's it's like a, a drug. It, it's like any other stimulant that we would um, ingest in our bodies, um, and it creates that that um, second of panic. Um, now, mind you, anything that causes adrenaline to run in the body can be a drug like. Glory to God. And that's what fear does. It gets the adrenaline running throughout our body. So we become accustomed to um, embracing fear. We become accustomed to being entertained by fear. Watch this. Because um, now on the opposite side of this thing, or, uh, or right next to it, you have those who are afraid, and then you have those who like to make people afraid. Glory to God. Someone who might jump out of the closet like, boo, gotcha, ah! So it's the fear now of seeing someone else um, shocked or traumatized just for a half second because it's funny at the reaction. Uh, you know, sometimes that, that, that fear response is, is, is unique. Um, hands begin to flail. Sounds come forth out of the mouth that doesn't normally come forth. Um, and um, you get a reaction that way. That's why we, we, we watch videos that are funny, um, 
uh, of people um, being afraid and uh, uh, things like that because we become accustomed to being entertained by fear. Now, I, I want to get back to this uh, a story. As Jesus began to, to speak to his disciples, he's saying, listen, why are you so fearful? You know, in other words, you've been with me from the time we've gotten started on this journey. Uh, you have seen miracles um, um, done by me. You have seen things that no others have. Why are you so fearful of, of, about what's coming? I just told you that we're going to go to the other side. Glory to God. In other words, there is purpose over on the other side. So these things that may come up, hallelujah, these things that are unexpected, these things that are not planned, these things that are unscripted, glory to God, they may come, they may come up, but fear not because there's a plan here. Uh, we have to go to the other side. There's something that we need to do over there. Um, what God is trying to let us know, beloved, is that we are not to be in that place of fear any longer, glory to God, because we need to be able to walk with the Father. We need to be able to be asleep, hallelujah, on a pillow during a, a, a storm so that that thing passes um, by us while we are in that place of rest. That thing um, goes over us while we are yet waiting to get to the promise of God. The promise of God is that we're going to the other side. Um, not that we're going to perish in a storm, but we're getting to the other side. That pain that we're feeling in our bodies, glory to God, uh, that's a storm, hallelujah. But we're going to the other side. That fear of something that is coming at you, hallelujah, uh, uh, that right there, that's a storm. But we're going to the other side. Uh, when David says, when my enemy comes against me, hallelujah, uh, watch this. That's a storm, but we're going to the other side. Or when he said the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Here it comes. That's God. That's a promise um, that your enemies, there will be enemies that come against you. But there's the standard of the Lord will rise you up above it. Last thing. Hallelujah. There is something about um, uh, parenting. I'm going to go back to, to parenting and I'm done. I'm closing the book. But I want to show you something here. There is something about uh, new parents. Glory to God. New parents, when they first have a, a, a baby, um, uh, the uh, new mother, the uh, new father, don't want people breathing on them. They don't want people taking pictures of, of, of the baby. They don't want, they don't want any, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to wash your hands. You got to wash your hands twice. Go ahead into the shower and boil yourself. Uh, we don't want you to come against um, this child. But there's something that happens Hallelujah. By the time you get to the third and fourth child, um, that those those things that I once had for the first one, I no longer have because understanding came. Glory to God. Um, I wasn't fearful. Most of the time what you're hearing is that I'm afraid about this thing called uh, a parenting. Uh, I'm a new parent. Glory to God. That's why you see that there's a reaction from the grandparents or the great grandparents. The, the grandparents or the great-grandparents will sit back and like, mm-hmm, they'll be okay. Mm-hmm, what? They're, what? They're downstairs playing in the, in the dark basement? Mm-hmm, they'll come upstairs when they get tired of it. Whereas the, the new parents say, ah, the baby's in the basement in the dark. Oh, come on out of there. You can't stay out of there. 
The difference there is that um, those who have already been through it, those who have already been in it, um, have an understanding um, about what's about to happen. Because um, eventually, um, they're going to come out of, of that thing. And when they come out of that thing, um, there it is, uh, um, I'll be right here with open arms. Last piece. Um, there are certain things that um, I get all the time. People will ask me questions like, so you're a, a pastor, right? You're, you're a preacher, right? Um, I don't understand something. My family member is in this thing, and uh, um, I don't, I don't want to uh, 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 associate myself with that. Um, yes, I, I'm being very gentle here because many of us are in different situations. There is something different between condoning what someone is doing and loving on them. Hallelujah. I just want to make sure that we're clear. Um, we don't have to fear what they're into because God's got them. You know, remember, the, the scripture says, I would have fainted or I would have lost heart unless I believed I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So whatever it is that they are a part of that is not in agreement with the scripture, hallelujah, here it comes, um, I give it to God. And God works with them in that situation. Well, what am I to do while God is dealing with them? God just wants you to be there to love on them. Hallelujah. God wants you to be there to, to show that. No, I don't agree with that one, but baby, come on in here and get something to eat. Wait a minute. Our flesh will say, no, you can't come in here. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. We don't do that here. We've already given that to God. It's a difference between condoning bad behavior and loving on somebody. Um, and God has chosen to take care of the behavior. He wants you to love. That's all we have to do. But remember, most of us come from that, that, that place of parenting. Um, and so whenever we see our child in a bad way, we do what? We put them on punishment. We, uh, 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 we can fix that thing. We deny them things until their uh, behavior changes. But there is something about, hallelujah, that when you're up against something that you can't uh, change, that you can't fix, but God can. And what he's saying to you is, trust me, and I got this thing, um, and let me fix it. Well, God, what, what do you want me to do while, while you're fixing it? You want me to go slap him? Like, God saying, no, I got this. Well, uh, well, want me to put him out the house? God saying, no, I got this. Well, you want me to tell them that, that, that they can't come back here until they're right? God says, no, I got this part. All I need you to do is love on them. You don't condone what's going on, um, but all you have to do is love them. Well, what do you mean I can't do this? Like, no, 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 I don't agree with that one, but you want a sandwich? You see what just happened there? Um, because they're into that place of rebellion. They're into to, 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 to that place of, I'm going to be contrary to what you're saying. I'm going to be the opposite. God's going to take care of that. He just wants you to be loving, with open arms, with loving kindness. He needs us to do those things. So don't fear that thing of, of, of taking over your household or things like that. Uh -uh. God has already given you dominion and power over your house. Um, you just make the sandwich. You, you hug and, and kiss them as they're coming and going. Now, 
Don't get me wrong. Some things can't stay in your house. Glory to God. But you can love on them as they're leaving and coming. Well, you coming back tomorrow to get another sandwich? Okay. I'll have a sandwich for you. Love you, baby. You see what just happened there? With loving kindness as he's drawn us. And that's what he wants us to do to others. Be of good courage. Those things that, that you are afraid of, God's got them. Those things that, that you're going through in your body, God's got them. Those things that you see in other people, God's got them. We just got to remember to give it to him and watch him do it in our behalf. God bless you. Come on right now. I just want to pray. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, for every household that is watching uh, what's going on, Father, and watching this, this message. Lord God, I thank you in advance, Father, for changing hearts and minds, Lord God. Father, heal, Lord God. Father, Father, you see that your, your people are afraid of things. And just like the disciples on the ship, Lord God, hallelujah, Father, they are in need of you, Father. So I thank you, Father, right now for healing. I thank you, Lord God, for direction. I thank you, Lord God, for wisdom. Father, I thank you for doing the, 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 the miraculous in our lives. Father, we believe you in all things. In all things, we give thanks. Now, Father, heal. Deliver. Father, I thank you in advance for what you're saying and doing for each your people. Now, Father, concerning that household right now, Father, where you see the uh, uh, grandchildren are, are going contrary. Father, I thank you right now, Father, for changing their hearts. And Father, I thank you, hallelujah, for tending to the heart of, uh, of, of the mother and the, and the grandmother, Lord God, and, and the grandfather and the father, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're saying and doing. And Father, we believe you for a difference. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Father, we thank you for doing what only you can do. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, beloved. Um, I was very general in um, giving those examples. But some of you are dealing with some things right now. And the first thing you want to do is um, you want to uh, declare war against it, like a physical war. You want to uh, uh, go to war with with um, uh, with with the flesh, uh, um, and mind you, you're, you're trying to come up against people who are physically bigger than you are. That's not your fight. God does not intend for you to stand in the street um, and, and and battle any type of devil or spirit. But God wants you to give it to Him, and then trust Him to deal with that. Um, Stop talking about it and, and throwing the, all, all the things out there in uh, an and, and atmosphere of, of people who can't do anything about your situation. Because there's always someone who would um, link up with that bad decision that you're about to make. Um, girl, yeah, go, go get a baseball bat and hit him upside the head with it. But that makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. Because the scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not. In other words, 
we're not standing in the street. We're not standing in the living room battling anything, hitting something up against the head. Those things sound nice to the ear, and it, and it feels good to the flesh until you go to hit that thing, and it hits you back. God is saying, trust me. I can fix that. We just need you to make a sandwich. Trust me. I can heal him. I just need you to give him a hug. Trust me. I can deliver him from all of these ailments, whatever it is that he is imbibing, imbibing um, whatever, whatever substance he is taking. I can fix that. Trust me. Let me just give you a, a, a quick story. Um, last week, um, or yeah, last week, um, we did a ministry uh, piece with Victory Christian Assembly, and we talked about our son's uh, battle, uh, his miracle of being healed from sickle cell anemia, and it just brought back all of these stories. And there was a time that uh, my son was experiencing this great pain. Um, and the doctors didn't know what it was coming from, and, um, and they were giving him these large amounts of narcotics, um, pain medications. Well, um, the father in me knew that um, I have addiction that runs in my family, glory to God. And my concern that I voiced to the, to the doctor was, you know, we're giving him all of these large amounts of narcotics, um, I'm not sure this is the right way to go. We have a predisposition to addiction within my family. Um, and, and the doctor said this to me. Thank you, Jesus. He said, listen, we can fix any problem. We have to get his pain under control. And I was blown away by that. One, because um, I thought I was doing the right thing by saying, no, no, no. These, these levels of narcotics are too high. He's only five years old. Um, he said, and if he does become addicted, we can fix that. But he cannot survive in this condition that he's in. Listen, beloved, we cannot survive in this condition that we're in. We cannot survive with, with our own understanding and our own thinking of these situations. We have to give it to God. We make the sandwich. We have to give those things to God. We provide the hug and remind them that it will be okay. God will deliver you. God will fix this problem. And let him do it. God bless you. Um, um, at, at this time, we're going to uh, uh, take up offering. We invite you um, to, to participate in this time of giving, giving of the, the, the tithe and the offering. Now, the tithe and the offering are two separate things. A tithe is what God commands of his people, giving a tenth of the increase. Um, hallelujah. That's a message in and of itself. Believing God that those who are tithers do not want for anything. We have a desire for things, but we don't want for anything. Um, the scripture says, um, uh, try me, prove me, um, that when you give your tithe, um, and see that I will not open up a window in heaven that you will not have room enough to receive from me when you give according to this principle. Um, so we invite all of you right now 
um, to tithe with us and to give offering. Offering is separate than that of, of the a tithe. So right now you can go to our cash app, that's dollar sign, Impact Fellowship, um, to give. Amen. Amen. We thank you for your giving. We praise God for it. And we invite you to um, continue. Hear this message again. Follow along with us. We are growing in Christ. The word of God is not just for you. It's for everyone. So Pastor Tony's sharing it. I'm hearing it. We're, it's just for all of us. We, God wants us to grow and believe in him and have good courage. If you want to hear this again, you can. Anchor.fm forward slash impact fellowship will is, is one way that you can hear it again if you're going for a walk or something and you want to hear with the word of the Lord. Um, it's, it's the process of tearing, getting our minds and our spirits right and surrender to the will of the Father. And you can also watch on YouTube Impact Fellowship. You can watch us again on Facebook if you um, visit our Impact Fellowship page. Um, if you like it, it's bless you. Please share it so others can receive it. And then on, we can we invite you to connect with us www.impactcsh.com as a way to reach out to us via email um, on the site. And you can say hello. You can send us um, a prayer request. We're happy to pray with you and believe God for um, miracles, signs, and wonders on your behalf because Jesus loves you. He loves all of us. And so we thank God for that. What do you think? Amen. Listen, um, also, I just want to share with you, um, many of you have been with us now for the past year. Some of us, some of you have joined us um, just recently over the last few months. Um, and we are, this is all new to us, um, having a, a church where people are in different states, different cities, um, but I am still your a pastor. And you have access um, to me. Um, so please don't hesitate um, to reach out um, if you have a need, if you need to talk. Um, if you're not sure about some things, um, connect with me. Uh, I am here for you. Amen? Amen. Listen, good courage. Um, God has a plan and a purpose for all of us. This week, I encourage all of you to um, look for God in every situation that you're in. Look for God. Um, and then when you when you find him, um, ask yourself these questions. Am I holding on to something that God can only fix? Um, a lot of things that is hindering us from walking in that 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 completion or that blessing is we're in the way. Where we're supposed to give things to, to God, including people, um, we're holding on. Because I'm trying to fix it my way. I'm still trying to uh, find my uh, son and, and hit him upside the head with a frying pan or, or whatever um, those things are. But God is saying that, listen, I have not called you to that. I can fix your son. I can fix your daughter. I can fix your grandson. I can fix your granddaughter. You just have to trust me to do it. God bless you, beloved. And as we always say, have a great week in God on purpose. God bless you. Good courage, good courage, good courage. That is what God wants us to have. David said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Understand how we fight. Give those things to God. And we do the we love. We make the sandwich. <laughs> as Pastor Tony. 
We want um, God wants us to be successful. He wants us to prosper. He made for us all to overcome. So whether the issue is in family or work, in your community setting, wherever it is, give it to God. Why? We have good parents that can hear this. And if we continue to pray in the spirit and pray in love, and God will do the rest. God bless you.